0: For Say podcast episode 52
1: 52 a tragic day a day in which I don't have an athlete
0: he's got nothing he's got nothing it I, took it took 51 episodes to get here
1: yep I feel that's impressive I, I feel you know while I feel a little disappointed I also feel good about myself just because when the so where this game came from anyone who hasn't listened back Fuck, I think I probably started this at like twenty-five or something. Yeah, I don't even
0: know when it started
1: to be um, honest. Yeah, actually, I do remember it started because I was we were drunk at DB's, the DB's, the the nefarious video game episode that was about the worst, <laughs> about as bad as it gets, and I was the yes. Cole episode, and everyone was like, "What the fuck are you saying?" But where this comes from, if if you didn't hear in, in an earlier episode when I explained it, when I was a kid, uh my my dad and my uncles and shit at, uh, at holidays used to play this as a drinking game where you would oh, start okay. with zero. So like we were, we'd all be sitting around say like a patio table. So it'd be like five, six people right. and whoever starts, starts with one and you, and the next person has to answer one until someone can't and then gotcha. you have to drink and then it just starts from then on. So on like, top of just really watching a lot of sports and loving them, I grew up watching that game happen
0: fair fair so so it's like a childhood you live on a childhood uh what do you call that it's not a fantasy because you didn't fantasize about it but well, you know a little... what,
1: what it is is it just proves that if that game ever made a comeback i'd fucking murder everyone in my family
0: <laughs> all it proves is we become our parents
1: right all, all it proves <laughs> is that i do the best at that goddamn game now and i don't See, think i feel like... played it at a family thing since i was like 12 probably.
0: I mean, I guess it's fair because you're playing it when you're drunk, but I feel like once you play that game, you know, five, six times, you have a distinct advantage as oh, long okay. as you remember a few of the – you know what I mean? I'd be – after Ozzy Smith, I'd be fucking lost there for a while. Yeah. Maybe we should go with an alphabet type thing. I think alphabet would be better.
1: Oh. Eh.
0: Anyways. Anyways. You
1: know, green jacket. So la-
0: exactly. So where do you feel like starting today? Last time we, we chatted, I was going to do my Sandler rankings, which I did – I, I have my top 20. That's how deep I went, my friend. Wow. I went 20. And I don't have to get into all 20, but I went 20 deep on my standard rankings.
1: I I definitely want to hear them all. I, w- I want to hear them all first. Just no explanation. Just to <laughs> rank off the 20. And then you can come back and throw in your thoughts on some That's controversial fair. pieces. But before you go. Yeah, please. I, I do want to give a quick shout out. My buddy, Mike, that listens uh, last I guess last week we put up, I get a message on my phone. He goes, God damn, dude. You take this shit way too seriously. What do you mean? (laughs) He's like, The Zohan was good. He was defending the Zohan for you. Exactly. Um, Which I I didn't,
0: which which I appreciate, but god damn it, I don't need.
1: (laughs) Well, but that movie
0: stands on its own. It doesn't even need me.
1: So after he defended it, it was later that night. um, Now that things are starting to open up and get a little bit looser. Uh, we, we've we started Justin and Kelly coming back over to our house on Mondays. Sure. And so me and Gibson were hanging out Monday night and I was like, dude, so me and Brandon had this conversation on the podcast and then Mike Bryan reached out to me and told me, and I was like, I need you to come at me. Like, am I being crazy or was that movie a piece of shit? And he was on my side. Ugh. So at, at, at least I feel like I'm not a fucking lunatic anymore, but for a minute, after Mike came at me, I was like, "Wait a minute, am I am I really just that far gone?" But he, but Gibson had my back.
0: <sighs> he thinks it's he thinks it's a piece of shit as well. Yeah. Wow. It's,
1: it's indefensible.
0: Wow, that's wow. Okay, well, you you do what you do. <laughs> uh, where is it at my list here? Okay, yeah. It's anyways. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so I'll just I did not number twenty, Jack and Jill. Okay. I'm not going to defend it, Jack and Jill. Yeah. Uh, number 19, anger management. 18, click. You're, you're looking at me funny already with anger I've, management.
1: I've, I've, I feel like I shouldn't even have. I should turn the camera off on my Zoom so that you don't even get my thoughts <laughs> until you get through this. 17 pixels. He's
0: he's he's holding his tongue. I can tell. Uh, 16 just go with it remember that one mm-hmm. all right uh 15 or 15 15 is my zohan so there you go cracked my top 15 14 little Nikki. 13 grown-ups 2 12 i got blended 11 i got 50 first dates and starting my top 10 is mr deeds
1: so i'm gonna stop you on that half Please. I actually respect your bottom half. I would shift that order a little bit, but I'm really glad, Zoe. Boy, had-
0: I hope that's the name of the podcast, just so you know. I respect your bottom half. I, I really want that to be.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Before we go any further.
1: <laughs> just um, so you know,
0: I respect your bottom half.
1: I, I don't understand how click is that much lower than everything else. I just did not like Click at all. It, um, it bo- I don't know why. It just didn't. I'm not saying this. I think it's great. I don't know that it would crack my top 10. Um, in fact, I'd be willing to bet it probably doesn't because Sandler's got a lot. Right. Um, I don't understand how Jack and Jill even cracked your top 20.
0: Well, in fairness, this was basically a top 20 comedies. Like I didn't include any oh. drama type stuff.
1: You so know what I mean? Put- I didn't. Okay, so you left drama off this list. I did. Yeah, I mean, I didn't okay. put
0: in uh, like what was the big, some of the big dramas like um,
1: Rain over Me, Punch Drunk Love. You, right, Punch Drunk Love.
0: I, right, no, those aren't in there. Those aren't in there at all.
1: Oh, yeah. so that yeah, that's yeah. good. To, that that now I really respect your bottom half.
0: Okay, okay. I,
1: I think when it comes to comedies, again, I would put Zohan just one step above Jack and Jill. Those would be those would be the bottom two for sure. Mm. Yeah, see lives.
0: and when I look at those, Zohan and Jack and Jill are night and day to me.
1: Really. Mm. I mean, I
0: they're just I, I don't like know why. Sandler as a Middle Eastern terrorist, I can believe
1: it. As a woman, not so much. Oh, both are just <laughs> bad. <laughs> what, and what the one that actually would sneaky jump up for me out of that is just go with it. I like that movie. That I movie, know, yeah. Know. I remember that that was one that was, like, in the middle of a string of turds from him. Like, he had that one couple-year run that had Zohan and Jack and Jill and, like, just, like, four movies in a row that were kind of turds. And that one snuck in, and I remember, like, renting it from Redbox with Libby, and we both got halfway through it. We're like, holy shit, that's actually pretty fucking funny. Right, yeah, that that one –
0: and uh, the blended one with Drew Barrymore. I thought those were cute movies.
1: I didn't see blended, so I can't,
0: no. I can't speak to that. Fun, fun little, I mean, they, you know, they're not a couple. And I'm not going to describe it. Anyways, okay. it's it's let's a cute, cute little ten. movie.
1: Yeah. Let's, the top ten. All right, let's hear the next
0: five. Next five. Okay. So number 10 was Deeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine. Number nine. Longest Yard. Eight. Airheads. Seven. Grown Ups. Six, Waterboy. And my number five, which you're going to disagree with up and down. I know it, but this is one of my favorites. That's my boy. Most people hate, hate that movie.
1: I didn't hate That's My Boy.
0: I, I love that movie. It's so great think, to
1: me. I don't think that's a bad choice.
0: Now, is his accent over the top and stupid? Yes, but it's to me, it's it's '90s Sandler. It's the you're, they're all going to laugh at you. Mm-hmm. C D. That's that's that Sandler doing his shit right there.
1: I would definitely put that movie in in the same uh five to ten category as you. Mm-hmm. Um so that's not I, I probably wouldn't have put it quite that high, but it, you're in the ballpark for me. Okay. Um my two issues there how Mr. Deeds is that low is crazy to me but the craziest thing to me is that you have a single Adam Sandler movie above airheads. That is the I only, of his entire fucking career. I'm going to, it's only that
0: low because he's not in it enough.
1: Oh my God. I love that movie so
0: much. I love that movie too. I love that movie too. It's a great movie. Oh, and I, I felt like that might've been cheating because you know, what is he like third or fourth billing on that movie? Probably at best.
1: Uh, he's third billing. And, and yeah, really, I, I bet him. I feel like
0: Buscemi Michael or, McKeon or some of those other guys, the DJ dude, what's his name, might have been above him and billing and that kind of stuff. Because that was like his first or second movie.
1: Yeah, but um, Brandon Fraser was was the lead.
0: Sure, and Buscemi's going to be second.
1: And I I think Sandler and Buscemi are real neck and neck at that point in their career. You think? Maybe, I think so.
0: maybe. I feel like even uh, I mean, there's so many random people in that too. You Chris never Halle know
1: in that fucking movie. Yeah. Um, Ernie Hudson. Ernie, I was gonna say
0: Ernie Hudson's in that movie. It's great. Yeah, that that's a some funny shit. Movie. It's, a, it's, a good, it's a good
1: movie. I, like, not only it, is that, in my opinion, the best Adam Sandler movie, that probably cracks top ten just movies all time for me. Airheads does. Yes, and nice. definitely top five comedies for me.
0: Now, if I was doing a. Uh, um, Brendan Fraser list is that is that top of the list
1: that and Encino man
0: Encino man yeah fair enough where he (laughs) says no words
1: except wheeze the juice (laughs) (laughs) all right all right so let me based on what you've told me let me throw some predictions for your top five I mean the rest have to almost spell themselves out at this point right right so you and you've obviously got in that top five happy gilmore billy madison wedding singer i do um the other two in there
0: well i gave you that's my boy was my five i guess so i gave you the fifth i'm sorry so you only have four
1: yeah you only got one more
0: oh you're gonna kick yourself you know it. i know i
1: am all right just oh big daddy
0: there you go number three was big daddy Number okay. two was Happy, and the number one was Billy Madison.
1: Really? You have Wedding Singer at four? I do. Out of all of those? Oh.
0: I do. I do. It's a great um, movie. But
1: I think I, I would be... Go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say what I learned most from the, doing this list <clears throat> is that if I was to do a Steve Buscemi list, it would basically be the same. <laughs> <laughs> it really would.
1: <laughs> if I were going to do just thinking top five airheads one wedding singer two and then it's a real coin flip between big daddy and happy gilmore they are they are three and four yeah it really would depend on the day and then five would be billy madison so i'd have pretty much same top five. Oh, absolutely
0: yeah it's pretty much basically the same top five yeah other than i
1: would just shift right. airheads for that's my boy
0: fair enough that'd be a hard set well oh see if i had to get rid of one of those i don't know if i could i'd probably get rid of big daddy really i'd keep if i had to get rid of one of my top five i'd keep which my top five was billy madison happy gilmore big daddy wedding singer that's my boy i'd probably get rid of big daddy oh my god just because there's art is so fucking big oh my that's what i'm that's i think that's why there's so much emotion in that i don't want to cry
1: right but there's so many great laughs in it too though
0: there are there are old calls do love me some john stewart too
1: yeah man like that movie soup that that movie's super funny and has a ton of fucking heart
0: it does but I mean, Happy Gilmore is close. He's doing it for his grandma. I mean, jeez. Hey,
1: Happy Gilmore is in my top three for sure. Well, <laughs> I point uh... Happy Gilmore and and Big Daddy. I really put their neck and neck. With it was the hardest thing to me
0: was. Was Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore? Because to me, they're almost one and the same. Right, like I, yeah. you know, they came almost came out, boom, boom. That was just right when I was. It was perfect for me. Right when they came out, I was right in that age range. They are, uh, I get, and, the, the, it, I and it, it was the same thing,
1: right? Yeah, different storyline, like, but the the jokes are interchangeable, really.
0: Right, right. It's Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. It's this. Exactly. It's it, take your pick. You know what I'm saying? So
1: that's exactly what it is. Perfect comparison.
0: Which, by by the way, the correct answer is Tommy Boy. So. so that's that's
1: my 20 man i did it i did it okay and i i respect it more than i thought i would i appreciate that i really thought that was going to be
0: it's it's been a long time since i've heard something like that
1: (laughs) i thought that was going to be more controversial honestly but what were you expecting? I, I we
0: expecting just out of the like you know what pixels at number one kind of thing. What were you looking no, at?
1: Oh, I I was expecting fucking Zohan to sit higher. You know what? Just be, me, yeah, didn't even crack your top twenty. though. here is I am going to throw a wrench in this whole operation. Please, yeah. There is a movie that for sure belongs in the top ten. Is I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. You're right. I. That movie because, has laughs. Like, it's not, it's not great. No, you're right. It I honestly didn't fucking age well. I'll tell you it's, that. It, and it's,
0: it's you're, I can't believe I forgot that, because that is much better than Jack and Jill. Um, it's better, to me, shit than my number 17 at Pixels. So, you know, um, I'd put better, it, than, better than Click. Yeah, I, I missed that one completely. That was a bad miss on my part there. I forgot about that one.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely didn't age well. No, that's very true.
0: But... rough. That's let's rough. be honest a lot of Sandler stuff did not <laughs> it, a lot of a lot of his early, especially a lot of early CD stuff is is just how we talked in the early 90s and it does yeah. not translate well to modern day
1: yeah. <laughs> does not make the fucking good
0: it does not it doesn't I mean it's not offensive by you know as far as that kind of stuff goes but
1: it's not horrifying but it's not no. cool <laughs> no
0: no <laughs> it's not cool <laughs> oh shit so let's not get too deep into that or we'll get in trouble yeah, yeah. i heard you got a uh, couple things to talk about on star wars
1: oh man so first i don't know if you're like me in this sense maybe you are um we're like all of a sudden you get something catches your eye something that you like And then all of a sudden you deep dive and can't do anything but can't consume anything but that thing
0: building a business around it
1: fantastic i assume right so uh that has been me for about two weeks on star wars like and i love it all obviously it's not like i'm seeing something for the first time right the end of clone wars which had just come out but that's what that's what got me on it was Building up to the end of Clone Wars, I watched the whole fucking series, and it just, it, I mean, it just reframes the entire prequels. It makes them so much better. So then after that, I rewatched the prequel trilogy, and then I rewatched the original trilogy, and then I've been watching nice. Rebels, and then I uh, have watched, I watched Last Jedi last night, which I will still say is the best of the sequel trilogy. Without question. Um, but like, uh, it's all I've been consuming for two weeks is Star Wars. I, I right. Not, man, nothing wrong with that. No, I'm thrilled with it. You know, and it it probably hits me once every, probably once every twelve to eighteen months. So I'll go on a stint like this where I'll spend three weeks, and that's the only fucking thing I'm willing to watch. Right. And it helps that there's just so much more of it now, and it's all so centrally located. Right. Right.
0: I did uh, on on, uh, Star Wars Day. I watched. What did I watch? I watched Empire, and then I watched Jedi, um, and then I watched two episodes of uh, Clone Wars, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm still only like four deep. But uh, but yeah, and I just haven't got back into it. I mean, I loved it, but uh, I still need to wrap that shit up.
1: Speaking of Empire. As we are weirdly recording on a Thursday, we typically do Sundays. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, we can do a Sunday again this week if there's enough information. Right. I think – We just did a top 20 Sandler. We can make shit up. That's true. Um, (laughs) I think one week from today, we need to do – I don't know if we call it a – necessarily a, like a commentary track i don't think we need to go that far with it okay but next thursday the 21st is the 40th anniversary of the release of empire Ooh, i like it i feel like we should do a special may 21st 40th anniversary episode empire only, only. dedicated to empire strikes back i'm
0: in because that's my top that's my top one right there
1: oh for sure how could it not be
0: right i'm in i'm it's in
1: the greatest movie ever made
0: it is so yeah, I all, Je- all Jedi had was a bunch of uh, Oh shit, I lost a line What was the Clerks <laughs> line
1: A bunch of fucking teddy bears a
0: bunch, Yeah, a bunch of Muppets, that's what it was
1: hmm. <laughs> Yeah um, Yeah, I think we should definitely do An Empire-centric episode a, a sneaky bonus episode next Thursday
0: I'm in, man I'm in I'm writing it down right now
1: Perfect. Uh, Like I have, Like I have to research it
0: I've only been watching it, you know, for 40 years
1: Exactly. Man, I re- that was the one I rewatched yesterday. And I'm telling like, it. I, I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Um, but it just, it never ceases to amaze me. And I bet I've watched that movie 50 to 100 times in my life. And it still just grabs me. Man, like, I am still as emotionally invested as i have ever been it still gives me chills it's still it, it makes me roll the occasional tear not every time it's not for right anything yep. but it, it gets me every now and again i mean god just every fucking scene on Degaba is nails I mean, it is Every one is pitch perfect and then when you think about I, never mind. I'm not going to go there because we're going to go there on Thursday. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I'm not going to spend the next 10 minutes on Empire like I want to.
0: That's I, I get you. Do you have more Star Wars information you want
1: Oh to, man. to get out
0: there? Uh, I was going to say, I can change the topic if you need me to. But please go more. If you've got more Star Wars, give me, give me more Star Wars.
1: We've got plenty of Star Wars. So, jumping off of a few things. First of all, news that I never. And, Categorizing news I never thought I would hear. Um, Apparently, Natalie Portman is in talks to be back in the Star Wars universe. I saw that, yes. I saw that. I mean, her coming back to Thor was a big enough shocker. Right. But coming back to Star Wars, whoa. Have they said
0: what she would be doing? Would she still be playing? Would it be earlier as Queen Amidala before she's queen kind of thing? I mean, she was awful young when that was happening.
1: Yeah, but she has just continued to age wonderfully. Oh, I agree 100%. She could pull it off. She doesn't look a day older than she did in 2005.
0: I still want them doing some CGI young technology on her for a whole show or a whole movie type deal.
1: I'd have to think it's in some semblance of doing flashback scenes or...
0: It can always be animated, I guess.
1: Right. She could voice an animated character or an animated Padme, but... Then I've been kicking something around that I I don't know if I would love or hate. I haven't decided because while she never uh, demonstrated any Force sensitivity, could they pull off Padme as a Force ghost?
0: I mean, she had two Jedis inside her.
1: I'm, I'm saying, you
0: know, so she would, you would think she'd have to have some type <laughs> of metachlorian count, right?
1: <laughs> at least part of Anakin.
0: That's, that's true. She had three at one point. Yeah, not at one point. One at a time. Yeah. Well, then two. It's, I'm not getting into that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, um. And she also made out with a couple. So you never know.
1: Sure. I mean, there's, I think. There's we don't a- know
0: how metachlorians are transferred. It's very <laughs> not talked about, you know, right. maybe, maybe she got it off a toilet seat. You don't know.
1: Yeah, just residual from the birth. You know, the, the, <laughs> that, that afterbirth was just full of midi Full of it. <laughs> um, or I I could see them doing some sort of like a, maybe there's a Darth Vader storyline that is happening like between episode three and four. Yeah. And she like exists as a ghost in his mind, kind of like, Han did for uh, Kylo Ren.
0: Right. Just has conversations with himself, but it's her kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think there's room for that. I don't know. But I know I'm interested, man.
0: If they can find a way to to bring back Boba Fett and do that kind of shit, then they'll find a way to do this too, I believe.
1: Right, because we also have Boba Fett confirmed in Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, that's badass. Especially with that the same actor. I love right? that. I love that. i will be curious to see uh, if they... Tell a story of how he escaped, or they just don't. They, you would think. You would think. Do they steal it from the books that technically aren't canon? Yeah, where he just exploited his jetpack through the belly and you know climbed his way out, kind of thing.
1: They are just stacking appearances in the next season of Mandalorian, though. That you can't. They obviously can't explain them all. I almost have to feel like they're all pseudo backdoor pilots or characters that will let's say also show up in the Cassian Andor series and the Obi-Wan series like right I think I, I I think when you're talking about Boba Fett he he makes most sense to me in Mandalorian right um for obvious reasons right but or could he even be a
0: clone I guess technically well, he is a clone. Well, I mean, could they have made, like, this isn't the original Boba Fett. You know what I mean?
1: Mm. I don't know.
0: I, I, I don't know either. I'm just saying. There's uh, so much they can do with it.
1: Well, they're also, I, cause they're also bringing in, did you watch Battlestar Galactica?
0: I never really did, no. Oh, it's so good. It's That's so what people tell me. but I just never, Is just one of those, another uh, space odysseys I just never could dive oh, into.
1: Oh, my God, man. I, I feel
0: like you really have to dive into that to enjoy
1: it. You do. Yeah, But it's not a ton of episodes. No? And they're all hour long. I thought, it was, I thought it was a shitload of them. I think it's only four seasons.
0: Oh, okay. For some reason I thought it was like 10, 12 seasons. I thought it was like one of those shows that just went on forever.
1: No, like there's, so there's the original Battlestar Galactica, like from the 70s and then the Cy- right. reboot was four, maybe five seasons and they oh, were okay. all 20 episode seasons. Like I oh, okay okay I thought there's fewer than 80 episodes oh, that's not too bad um but it's wonderful it's not streaming anywhere right now until the peacock which i'm not gonna buy so
0: i just realized because i have uh, direct tv i get uh hbo max for free
1: <laughs> nice yeah
0: so i'll get that here next what week or two something like that so
1: that, that,
0: was, that was a nice little surprise i should i'm already paying you know 16 bucks for like, hbo anyway so
1: right well, I can't wait to come watch all the things at your house then.
0: Right? Yeah, it looks pretty I sweet. I'm the. I never really uh, was paying attention to what I was going to be on there because I'm like, I'm not going to buy one more thing until I drop something else, and I wasn't planning on dropping anything else. But then I'm like, oh, Directv subscribers get it for free. I'm like, fuck yeah,
1: that's right. download that right away. So I'm good. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Was that Yeah, I have all of the me. DCEU shit, which right, you know. Take it or leave it. It has its moments.
0: I'll, I'll at least watch it now. Yeah, I wouldn't have watched it be- before if I wouldn't have got this. So sure. So, but other than that, you know, that was nice little surprise.
1: Yeah, that is a treat. But so uh, so, Battlestar Galactica.
0: I, I'm like, yes, I'm sorry.
1: I'll, one apologies. of the one of the leads in that show, Katie Sackhoff. Um, yes, who I, I know her. Awesome. She's confirmed to play Bo-Katan in Mandalorian two. Nice. I um, like that. I don't know how far you've gotten into Clone Wars if you've met Bocatan yet.
0: I know the reference. I have not yet in the clone, in the it's series.
1: Pitch perfect casting. Nice. Like when I Ooh. when I read that, and then I went back and watched some episodes that Bocatan was in. I was like, holy shit, that's perfect. That is as good as Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka.
0: They are yeah. The last you know, especially with Mandalorian and all the stuff they've done, you know, with the dark saber and stuff like that. They're really. You can tell the people they have writing these new features and movies. I feel they've done the same with like Marvel or they, they they get fans of the, of the source material um, and people who actually know it. And even if they want to change things, know they can't tweak things so much to where it changes the entire lore right. of the story. You know what I mean? And they do a great job bringing things in little by little to where it doesn't overpower everything they've told before.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave I Filoni it. is just perfect. Like, Dave Filoni, they need to just make him the Feige of Lucasfilm. Because there is, like, have you ever seen that dude in an interview? Like, there is no... I don't, I don't think that I have, actually. There is nobody that loves and understands and appreciates Star Wars better than that man. That's cool. Watch watch the first two episodes. on uh, Disney Plus, they're doing that the gallery, the... Right. Um, the, like the round table about the Mandalorian, they're only uh, like 25 minute episodes. Mm-hmm. And they're just doing one a week. So the first two are out. Watch that 50 minutes tonight. All right, cool. I'll do uh, that. Just, just to hear Filoni talk about Star Wars, you're like, oh shit. This it's dude, it's- like, and obviously when you watch Clone Wars and that's all his baby, you can be like, oh, this dude knows what's up. He's doing a great job. Sure. But then to hear him just talk about it was like, holy shit you need to be calling all the shots. Right. It's, it's the fact that you weren't, the fact that JJ Abrams got the job over you is why the sequel trilogy is disappointing. Because if you would have given Dave Filoni the sequel trilogy, it would have been everything we all deserved.
0: You're not going to put any blame on Ryan Johnson?
1: No, because I, again, I will say that last Jedi is the best movie of the sequel trilogy.
0: I know you said that earlier. That's the only reason I brought it up.
1: It is. I'm,
0: now I just I just like seeing you get fired up.
1: <laughs> I think I think. Ryan hey, did Ryan,
0: it, hey, you know what's a great movie? Zohan.
1: God damn you! <laughs> but I, I think the only flaw in Last Jedi is that there clearly wasn't any communication for how to set up a final movie. That's fair. Yeah, but I think if they would have, I think if they wouldn't have been cowards. Because originally Ryan Johnson was supposed to have episode nine as well. Right. Um, but because people freaked out about Last Jedi, Disney were cowards, which is why uh Rise of Skywalker is such a mess. Because the whole movie is clearly it looks like it was written by on a discussion board.
0: You know, very the whole true, thing yeah. is
1: like, how can we appease the most fans opposed to telling the best story? Yeah. I digress. Yeah. That, that's the only flaw in Last Jedi is that it didn't lend itself to J.J.'s vision. But what matters is we really should have had Filoni with the full vision and then just let J.J. and Ryan Johnson and whoever else play in that, like how Feige does with Marvel. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Because the whole issue with that, that, tr- that trilogy – is that it just, it wasn't mapped out.
0: Hindsight, my friend.
1: But, it, you know, I was, so I was thinking about this. I was, as I'm going through this rewatch of all the shit, how is it hindsight when Disney was doing the Marvel shit and we're far along in the Marvel shit when that started? How did yeah. they, like, if, if I'm Disney and I buy Lucasfilm and I'm like, okay, I've got to do this but this is such a huge property that has so much baggage that so many people care about. How do I not fuck it up? Look at the model that you're already doing. True,
0: but in a weird way... That's usable to me. I mean, there were other superhero movies before Iron Man, but they kind of laid their groundwork for their universe on their own Star Wars they inherited. Not, not, not excusing, by any means. They could have done a much better job. Sure. But... but when you get a team together that builds something as opposed to a team that inherits something you feel different about it
1: i mean sure but marvel has all the same baggage like there were a lot of marvel movies and there were a lot of there's a, a damn near century of comic books and you know and cartoons and fans that care very deeply about those characters true that i i just feel like it it's it's kind of inexcusable to me from the Disney standpoint, that they couldn't follow their own model.
0: I mean, I think what it upsets me the most is they, like you said, it, it does play like a discussion board a little bit. And you would think good, bad, whatever, and not defending Ryan Johnson or or whatever either way. But at least he had a vision and did it, right? As opposed to, well, yeah. they don't like this. We're going to change this. Just you, you have something. Fucking do it. And yeah. people like it. They don't let them. Aside, but well, don't let them change what you think of the, as the vision.
1: He committed to telling a story, and I think his is the only one of the three that really truly accomplishes that. Like, when I, I watch the sequel trilogy, Last Jedi is the only one that like has emotional beats that get me. Is it like, say what you will, I don't, I, I challenge. Anybody, even the, the most defiant last Jedi hater, to watch just the three minutes of the Yoda scene and tell me that that's not the best single scene in the sequel trilogy.:
0: It's pretty good. it's good stuff. Yeah,
1: All that movie, but that scene alone is the most Star Wars moment of that seven and a half fucking hours of Star Wars.: You know, that's fair. Yeah, I could agree with that last uh fucking um why can't i Rise think skywalker the first one that they did force awakens force awakens yes like force awakens it's a total redux of a new hope right which i don't hate them for i understand that they were trying to bring a fan base back i i, I understand the choice and i wouldn't have hated that choice if they would have tried to tell a new story with the next two movies. Right. Um, but it doesn't have any, like, real Star Wars-y moments. No. Yeah. is a remake of A New Hope.
0: But Yeah, it I mean, it, it battle scenes are basically Star Wars remakes, but yeah.
1: Right. Like, it, it didn't capture my imagination or my emotional capacity like Star Wars typically does. Right. right. and then Rise of Skywalker was just like, how can we shove the most shit in one movie without giving it any context? Yeah, and when
0: I think about all that shit too, it's like I said, I love, love the Star Wars movies. And I, all of them. Mm-hmm. So, hang on a second. Oh, thought I had someone coming up behind me. <laughs> um, it's weird when you can't look behind you. Uh, and
1: I lost my train of thought, so oh well. You love all the Star Wars movies.
0: Yeah, and I don't know where I was going with that. I mean, that's an obvious statement, and I have no idea where I was coming from. Yeah. Just basically, like, the idea that, you know, when you fell in love with them originally, it was at childhood, adolescence, or whatever, so you're not going to, you're looking for something different in movies now, or you're looking at it differently right. 20, 30 years later. So, you know, even they, they do a reboot of New Hope, and you enjoy it, but it's not, surprising it's it not original it's not it doesn't grab you like the, the original does you know what i mean it's not going to so
1: right well, that's what it's funny you mentioned that i have uh a friend of mine a former student um she's 21 she's about your son's age a little bit older hmm. um she's the one who did the the posters oh sure yeah um so she i saw on her instagram last week did a really killer ahsoka drawing. So I just, like sent her a message like, "Holy shit! How great was that ending?" So, like, we we just started bullshitting Star Wars back and forth, and she tells me, "She's like, I have a confession to make. I love Star Wars. I, you know, I watched everything except the original trilogy." What? And she's never watched it. I was like, so I go on this huge fucking diatribe, right? Um, totally unwarranted. Yeah, yeah. Just because I'm me and I'm an asshole, I guess. Another get off
0: my lawn moment. Right. Yeah.
1: And, like, she just responds back with, I see I've touched a nerve here. <laughs> and in my head, at, like, that moment, I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, it, this movie doesn't, these movies don't belong to anyone. They don't matter more. And, like, right. someone who grew up on the prequels and still loves Star Wars. She fell in love with the universe. She watches a ton of Star Wars shit. Right. not the original trilogy.
0: That's wild. That's right. You know, I know it's, it's the same shock and awe you feel like when some kids like, uh, who's Nirvana? Right. And I'm just to be a dick. I'm waiting for him to walk around the corner one day wearing, you know, the Nirvana T-shirt with like the little smiley, yeah. brownie face looking thing. Like, oh, look at this T-shirt. Yeah. That's it stylish.
1: It was so hard for me to believe to talk to someone that I know is a big Star Wars fan. just think like. That's how not, can you be a big Star Wars fan if you've never seen the originals? Like, that's funny. How did the prequels capture your imagination that much that you fell yeah. in love with the story? That's. But, again, I, it's get off my lawn. It's like it's, right, right. So I just feel
0: like that, that. would be me being like, oh, I,
1: I, love wrestling,
0: but not a fan of WrestleMania. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's like, that's like, that's where it starts. We talk. You, you got to start there. But what are you gonna do, kids, man?
1: Hopefully there's a new generation that's like my kid's age that loves the sequel trilogy and, you know, maybe Dave Filoni will come through and make a bunch of series that make it valid like Clone Wars did for the prequels. Because, like, again, I've watched the prequels a ton of times. Um, Two days ago, one, one day this week, I watched Revenge of the Sith and... When Anakin turned at the end, I rolled a tear. Really? I've never done that watching that movie. I've watched that movie probably 20 times. And in that 20 times watching that movie, I've never been emotional about it. But the context that Clone Wars gives his journey really makes that turn tragic. In a way that I was not prepared to feel, like it it really hit me out of nowhere. Something like I threw I can, in the noise. I can see, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that I cared as much as I did. Yeah. So you know, hopefully, with sometimes this- that's more
0: upsetting. Like, why do I care so much? Why am I?
1: <laughs> yeah. like, I've seen this movie twenty five times, and right. the only thing that I've ever loved about Star Wars is predicated on him becoming Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. This moment is is the crux of the entire saga, and that's the thing. It's the crux of the entire saga. It should make you cry. Right. Like, it needs to, and finally, after Clone Wars, there is enough context that it does. Like, it just hits in a way that I was like, oh, this is the moment I needed, and they did it right the first time. They just didn't have, there just wasn't enough information in three movies to make it matter because at no point in the prequel trilogy is Anakin, a likable character.
0: True. Yeah. He's kind of a, yeah, I agree. A he's a douche.
1: As Anakin never once am I like, yeah, man, I'm rooting for you. Right. Yeah. The clone wars and you like him for seven seasons and see that he's complex and interesting and caring and lovable. Right. Watching him fall really fucking hurts. Cause it's like, yeah, I like, you are decent.
0: Yeah, it was it was hard to care about a guy who looked like a Duke lacrosse player from the nineties, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was a it was a rough sell. And kind of had the same temperament, you know what I mean?
1: Just yeah. <laughs> kind of a whiny little twat.
0: Right? Yeah. Yep, they're on scholarship, but not a real scholarship. Come on. <laughs> right. You know, anyways, we're on um,
1: like Felicity Huffman's daughters on scholarship. Exactly, don't fuck with Aunt Becky's. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm, I'm uh, hoping, I think, with all this stuff yeah. on Disney, plus like the Cassian series, the Obi Wan series, um, the Boba Fett series, or the Mandalorian, um, what is it, Leslie headland is getting her own series, too. Um, like I really think they're going to fill out that space that can make the sequels matter even more. At nice. least I'm. At, aren't we all?
0: Yeah. Um. Before we, before I forget some great nostalgia news, I'm sure you've heard it uh-huh. video game, some video game news. They're bringing back Tony Hawk pro skater one and two. Yes.
1: Uh, As soon as I saw that trailer, I text Gibson and Fox immediately. How badass does that look too? It
0: looks fantastic. It looks so so good. An original soundtrack even. I love it. Love it.
1: That's the best part. My only wish is that they were doing the first four and not just the first two. I can't say that I I remember anything else after
0: one and two, so I'm Um, not even sure.
1: One and four are both fucking incredible. Like... I think two and three both have their moments that are like, yeah, they're fun. Right. They don't like – they're not indelibly in my head. But like um, THPS4, shit, dude. I think me, Gibson, and Fox like pulled more all-nighters playing that game. Right, right. Like I I think THPS4 came out when we were like 16 probably. So it was like right there.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that was – one of, one of Noah's, like, first video games that he and I both, like, clicked on. He, he loved playing that shit. So, right? yeah. that's why it always has a special place for me. i like, fuck, yeah.
1: For sure.
0: i excited. I was excited to see that. But maybe I know they're doing one and two at, together, so maybe they're going to do three and four as a bundle as well.
1: I would love that, man. I'd be so happy. But I'm so stoked on one. Like, that was another one. That was – one came out when I was in sixth grade. And talk about, like, one of those high moments in music education. Right. You know, like at eleven years old, twelve years old, all of a sudden, yep.
0: like,
1: oh my god, here's suicidal tendencies. Here's gold. I know
0: here's- it was. That's that's exactly. Yeah, that's when Noah first thought. Like I don't want to say I was cool, but we're in the car and he's like, "Oh, what's that song?" I'm like, "Oh, blah blah blah." I don't. know. It might have been Blink or something along those lines. It's like, "Oh, that's not my Tony Hawk game." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, I gotta check this game out. So he kind of got me into the game. Next thing you know, I'm like, "Fuck yes, this For is a sure. sweet game." It was oh, crazy. Man. I love it.
1: Speaking of great music, that totally yes. right. uh the other night uh when Gibson was over here, we were building this Connects thing, we're spinning records in the basement. Yeah. And there is this solo artist I really love, Jeff Rosenstock. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Uh the mixtape that I gave you has a has a Jeff Rosenstock song.
0: Okay, then I'm sure I was to it by way, but I, but I oh. haven't uh I couldn't tell you offhand which one it was. But yeah, okay.
1: Uh you would like it. You would really like okay. it. Okay. But either okay. way his um, his touring guitar player is, uh, Dan Podast. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, so they released three records in like four years Yeah. all of them are incredible. And then it culminated last year. They were like, Hey, we're just kind of going to quit. Um, but here's this double disc live show that we did. Um, that's like career spanning, which is weird to say, cause it's only like three or four years. Um, But he's like, here's this record that we did over a long night in New York. Um, And they did it for like, they sold it for super cheap. Like I, I can talk for the next 20 minutes to contextualize. It doesn't matter. All that matters is it exists. And I was was spinning through the whole thing for the first time and out of nowhere they're on it. uh, And they, and so it was like, you, Jeff Rosenstock is like, "Hey, someone make a request. We'll play. We'll play whatever." And some kid in the in the crowd yells out, "KKK Highway." Oh, fucking hey, right? And nice. They're sitting there, and like he looks over at Dan. He goes, "Can we play that?" <laughs> and the like, "Well, I know enough of it." And Jeff, the lead singer, is like, "Well, I think I know the bass line." So like he he grabs the bass, and Dan takes the lead, and they play. Love K-K-
0: it love it
1: as soon as it came on i like looked over gives a holy shit man brandon fucking loves this he's gonna fuck yeah that's fantastic
0: yeah i just uh, um i don't know if i reposted any of it but uh dan potas has been doing he's got his, like a youtube channel and stuff but he's been doing like there's one video i don't know where he lives in south county but he's oh. outside his house he's got a buddy like 10 feet away over here Uh, playing guitar with them and another buddy across the street just doing a little drum beat and they're outside just playing a tune, man. Cars are going between them. It's the coolest shit ever. That's awesome. I mean, it's enjoying life. You know what I mean? You can just tell. It's so cool. It's so cool. Um, That that brings... I've been listening to...
1: Hold on a second. Uh, Hold on a second. We got some...
0: Brings back so many...
1: We got some unstable connection. Give me a quick second. Yeah, you're good you were frozen there yeah let me make a quick shift in my wi-fi all right we back now all good yeah i'm good all right perfect i think that should be good
0: all right technical difficulties
1: yeah you know and in 2020 this is this is what it's come to
0: that's right people are listening you said kkk and they try to shut us down (laughs) That's how it works nowadays.
1: I don't know, man. We are in Missouri.
0: That's true. That's true. So they they tried to boost our signal, you would think.
1: My God. God.
0: <laughs> I love Did I ever tell you?
1: It, I know.
0: I, uh, I, I don't know all oh, the KKK stuff, but uh, I remember when I was a kid, I probably told you the story. Uh, it's like sixth fifth or sixth grade. We had to do like a family history type report. And back then, no internet. So it's all you know going to the library and bullshit like that. I started digging, and next thing you know, I find Nathaniel Forrest, who started the fucking Klan in Indiana. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing my report on that guy. No way. Yeah, I'm not sure if he started, like, the whole thing, obviously, but it's a little too close for comfort, so I just walked away. (laughs) I never, I never dug any more into that.
1: What a bummer.
0: Yeah, I was really nervous when I started doing like the ancestry.com and all those 23ME <laughs> tests. And like, I really don't know if I want to see the results, but uh, it was nothing too bad. It was nothing too bad. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure he got his in the end. Right. Karma's a bitch.
1: I'd like to think so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, not to be a bummer, but uh, Jerry Stiller passed away the other day. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Funny dude, man. Funny, oh. funny dude.
1: Oh, just a a huge killer career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was funny last night. My my buddy Jeff, um, who oh he he's always hosted trivia at Nick's Pub. Okay. And a few other places. I mean, for like ten years. Um. So in this quarantine shit, he starts do, he started doing like probably a month and a half ago, I guess. Um, every Wednesday, which was trivia night. He does trivia on Facebook Live. Oh, okay. Like people can, can tune in and he'll do the, you know, 10 questions for a round and then everyone has to put their answers in an email and. submit Right. Um, so it's been like, just kind of a fun thing that Libby and I'll come in and out of on Wednesdays and shit with some of our friends. And last night, the final round was a Frank Costanza round.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. That's a,
1: that's a good tribute. Yeah.
0: I uh, I mean, I I wasn't a huge Seinfeld guy, and I wasn't even really a huge King of Queens guy, but I loved him whenever I saw him on those shows.
1: In everything, man. He he. Yeah, loved yeah. Everything he was in Zoolander. One of.
0: Yes, exactly. I was going to say he was in tons of those movies back in the uh, early 2000s and late 2000s. I
1: right, basically everything. Did like right? Ben just put him in shit because he was fucking hilarious. What
0: What was the Ben Stiller movie? Um, where he like marries that chick like real quick and then they go to mexico what the hell is that movie Oh, um,
1: with uh with anna ferris um
0: is it anna ferris it is
1: I don't, it's, no, not, it's not it's, anna like it's, malin it's not anna faris what was it malin ackerman who yes, was yes Spector in the Watchmen movie yes exactly yes um <laughs> i know exactly the movie but i can't think of what it's called
0: oh it's driving me nuts um anyways but he, uh you know jerry stiller played his dad in that movie too and it was a small part but he was so fucky i, I remember that like because he remember he kept saying you need to get out there and crush pussy yeah like, he was a, say <laughs> just made me laugh so hard to hear that old man say that shit wow. <laughs> it was nothing like you'd heard him really talk before you know what i mean it was so yeah. perfect it was so perfect it was like watching betty white cuss it was great
1: oh man
0: yeah, yeah so so that was a bummer uh oh. he'll be missed but uh, you know 92 years old. It was natural causes, no corona. So that's at least good.
1: Yeah, I mean, And that's, it's always, it's one of those uh, mixed bags. Like when you see someone where it's like, yes, I'm, I so appreciated your work. And I right. find it incredibly funny. But also, right. I, I feel like if you make it to 90, then like you, you, you cross the finish line. You're already on a victory lap, man. Like, right. Good for you. Right.
0: I would agree 100%. The, uh, the only other thing I have for you tonight, today, whatever we're at, it's totally random, okay. but it relates to me perfectly. <laughs> so if anybody listens to this podcast, there's, no, there's, there's two things that I definitely love, and it's wrestling.
1: Uh-huh. Well,
0: there's a lot of things I love, but sure. wrestling and my Celtics.
1: Right. Uh,
0: a guy named Enos Cantor, who plays center for the Celtics right now, going to be a wrestler when he's done. Already been offered a contract.
1: Oh my God.
0: How excited are you?
1: If only he was sponsored by Dr. Pepper, we'd really just be in heaven.
0: We don't know what the future holds, do we? (laughs) I saw that the other day and I'm like, once again, worlds colliding, my friend. This is great stuff. Can you imagine one day I could see a former Celtic wrestling and Kevin Smith's in the crowd? Just like, I mean, this is crazy stuff. We're, We're living in a new world the simulation. It is. This might be the Matrix now that I think about it. Things are looking to, they're keeping me, they're filling me with dopamine with this shit is what they're doing. They're, they're keeping me, uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
1: They're allowed to stay at home and never have to leave. Right. Get uh, a Celtic as a wrestler. Yep. It's, it's all. Yeah,
0: it's all. the more I think about it, the more maybe this is the Matrix and they're just trying to keep me happy for a little while. why <laughs> So I don't pay attention to the real shit going on out there.
1: Just trying to harvest a little bit more from you.
0: Now I'm scared. Yeah. Damn it. Now it's not real.
1: <laughs> uh, There's a little bit of DC news this week. What you got? One thing that I'm super stoked on, and one thing that I just don't give a shit about, but it's worth mentioning. Okay. Um, the first one that I don't give that much of a shit about, Amber- can I guess? Oh, yeah. no, go ahead. I was gonna say Batwoman, but go ahead. Oh, I haven't heard anything about that. <laughs>
0: I didn't mean, know me either, but I wouldn't give a shit, so that's why I went there.
1: <laughs> um, Amber Heard. Yes. Who was an uh, Aquaman. Apparently, uh, Warner Brothers is terminating her from the DCEU. Oh, really? And replacing her because of all the. Uh, what did she do? The, the, well, she was uh, Johnny Depp's wife. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Of abuse. Yes. And then it turns out that she might be full of shit, right, right. injuries
0: Oh, yes, yes.
1: so uh, d c is claiming that insurance she's uninsurable, like old uh like Robert Downey Jr. back in the day, they're like, "Nope, not worth the fucking headache. Wow. you're out That's,
0: that's rough. that's a big role. That's a lot of money she leave it on the table.
1: Yeah, damn. I'm like, Aquaman, it is what it is. Right, Jason Momoa's charming. It's a fucking visual roller coaster. Right, um, I'm not going to say it's good,
0: but right, right. And I mean, and, and her her character isn't necessarily essential. Let's be honest, it's pretty crucial. Well, if you're if the movie takes place in in Atlantis, yeah.
1: I mean, I guess. Well, I guess that
0: he, she was the love interest, right? I guess at the well, movie. Yeah, so that's that's true. That's true. I Harris was thinking has, she wasn't love interest, but yeah, she was.
1: Well, Hera's not. That's, that's a big. It's a big fucking role.
0: That's like what they're doing. It's not they haven't officially let her go, but uh, what's her name? Plays the Wasp. Was in Lost.
1: Uh, da, 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 Catherine.
0: Is Catherine. it? Is it? Or isn't Angelia? Angelia. Uh, what the hell is her name? She. I can't think. I can't think of her name, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. She played the Wasp and she was in, she was, I forget the, her name in Lost now. But anyways. She's Kate. Uh, yeah, Kate Moss. Thank you. Um, but she was saying some crazy shit about coronavirus and how it may be fake and things like that. Really? So they're talking about reducing her role or getting rid of her role. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So people stuck at home with Twitter, man. It's not a good combo.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a dangerous game.
0: Yep. I think people are just getting antsy and just say anything to get out of the house. It's fake. I'm coming out.
1: Right. I don't give a shit.
0: Right. Right. So.
1: Now, the but. last
0: thing that I have, which is. Yes, please. This is what you care about.
1: But I'm, so, oh, I'm so excited. Um, the Swamp Thing show that they made for the DC streaming service is coming to the CW, baby. I saw that. That's pretty oh. cool. My God, I love Swamp Thing. I don't know if you know this about me or not. But I do.
0: You've mentioned it once or twice.
1: Yeah, I really, really love Swamp Thing. And I think that is the property that is that is the perfect property for DC to be pouring money. In. Because it is totally unique to DC. It, it is totally different than what anything Marvel is doing. There's really... Right interesting human stories to tell there like it is it is right there let me think of how to say this without getting crucified um <laughs> it's it is not as good as watchmen but fair. it's right there as far as a unique property to tell interestingly human stories yeah, that's fair yeah um, yeah you know i think about like things that dc owns that they can do shit that Marvel just can't. It's Watchmen. It's Swamp Thing. Um, really, it's anything that Alan Moore had anything to do with. It's V for Vel- Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yep.
0: Um, they give a timetable on it. Did did they make a pilot of that? Um, did they do a pilot? Oh, That's what yeah, I thought. They, I thought that they made, they made, made all of them, for- right? That's what I thought. I thought they'd made them all, yeah. Well,
1: the whole first season already existed on that DC streaming service. It was released on the platform. I couldn't remember if it was all released. Um, I think... I don't think it all was. I think it was weird. Like, I think the first season was 10 episodes, and they filmed them all, but for whatever reason, like, after episode 4 or 5, they just stopped.
0: Um, that but, whole platform just lost momentum and money, I think.
1: Right. So, but that's the thing. I think they're... Since they're kind of folding that into HBO Max, I think. Right. Because I know they're doing uh, like a Wonder Girl. Or not, Star Girl.
0: Which looks looks god-awful, i got to be honest.
1: Well, the only thing that I haven't even seen a trailer for, the only reason I know about it is the lead was on last week's episode of uh, Fat Man Beyond. Oh, shit. That That was the only reason I even heard of it. Yeah. But... That, I mean,
0: it'll cross over with the other CW stuff, I'm guessing.
1: Well, that's a, that, that Stargirl is a joint release that it's going to be on the DC platform and CW. Oh, okay. okay. So they've done whatever mashup, mashups they have, but because it's out of that, we're getting that Swamp Thing show. Nice. And that first season's already in the can. So, like, I nice. think we're losing it. When
0: I dropped it, when they... Drop the, when they Open up the uh, app or whatever.
1: Yeah, I imagine it'll be the new season. I ha- I haven't looked enough into it because it was it was literally announced like twenty minutes before we started talking. Yeah, but I honestly wouldn't be shocked if they did it as a summer release. If they kept it as ten episodes and it's already in the can, and they don't have summer shows, right? You know, like ten episodes you? is the perfect length for uh, for the summer se- season. And yeah, for the first time possibly ever summer is a legitimate tv time like there's going to be a lot of people inside the summer right you could actually you know assess it fairly you know because most summer shows they just put bullshit up because no one's right anyway
0: remember when summer was just reruns yeah it was all
1: reruns and game shows
0: right it was all reruns you were watching nothing new at night summertime i just i Except maybe what? That baseball games. Oh, well, right. Sports, right. But you didn't have many of those. You didn't have them every night like you do now. Right. You had to have a Sunday night baseball game on ESPN or some bullshit like that to get a good game.
1: Yeah. I'm showing
0: my age big time now, but.
1: (laughs) But that's Remember when it was just black and white? (laughs) But I I really wouldn't be shocked if they were just to say, fuck it. This is, you know, we're dropping this June 1 is the first episode.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm down for some new content. I need it.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, cause I, Especially something cool like that that hasn't been done before.
1: That, that was the one thing on that DC platform that I was like, man, should I get it? No, I can't justify buying another thing just for one show. Kind of like I won't get CBS just for Picard.
0: Right. No, you're not going to get the Peacock?
1: No, but damn it, they're going to tempt me. They
0: do make it look pretty good, actually. I know. I hate that.
1: Well they're doing all the they're all the Battlestar shits there and I love Battlestar. They're doing Brave New World, which is arguably my favorite book of all time, top three at least. Um and what I'm worried about is if they take all the NBC sitcoms off of like Hulu and Netflix, right, then I think I'd have to buy it. Like Libby and I watch an inordinate amount of Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. I've watched those series more times than I can fucking count. Parks and Rec go to bedtime show. So if like if that and Thirty Rock, another one. So like if those fall off all the other services and are only on Peacock, I might might have to. But honestly, if I were to get Peacock, I think we'd have to have a hard conversation. I think I'd probably have to get rid of Netflix.
0: Yeah, I've gone back and forth. At, what did I have to drop? Because I was thinking about doing that when before I knew HBO Max was free. Um, I don't know what I dropped first. I I'm, I don't know. I I can't really drop Amazon because I got Amazon Prime regardless. So right. that's there. Right. I'm in the I'm same. Not dropping I'm
1: that. at that as a streaming service. I use it, but really, right, I it.
0: right. Um. So, you know, and then I got Disney Plus, but at the same time, since I have that, that comes with Hulu and ESPN. So if I drop that, I got to drop all of it. So I'm back to maybe I'm dropping Netflix.
1: And Disney Plus is home of all of Star Wars and all of Marvel.
0: Right. Right. And honestly, with HBO Max, that's going to have a lot of cool shit, too. So I'll be good for a while.
1: Yeah. Well, it's hard to think about because Netflix was like the first thing. Right. Um, but it's also the most expensive.
0: I know. I know. And like, I don't, I don't know why I have brand loyalty to a streaming service.
1: Exactly. That's how I, know, I have a weird loyalty to it because it's the first, but really once it's only Netflix original content, the only like Netflix show that I watch is Stranger Things.
0: Right. I was gonna say the main reason I got Netflix originally was Stranger Things and all the Marvel shit. And after one more season, it's gone. So.
1: I got Netflix in like fucking two thousand eight like right, I've had it forever,
0: yeah, I had I was getting dVDs in the mail back in the day, you know what I mean, so
1: yeah. so like I don't but now that everyone's got their own shit, the only thing Netflix does better than anyone is like comedy, right, but I also think that model will shift because once all of the other streaming services are like, yeah, we'll also give comedians money to do stand up, right
0: like. I'm surprised they just don't go back to their old, their old uh, model and just release it on their own websites yeah. for X amount of dollars or even free for some, sometimes, you know. Sure. I know it's a, he's, it's a bad word to say his name sometimes, but that's how Louis CK got so famous. Mm-hmm. He put fucking a couple specials for free on his own service, and then it started charging on his service and made a fucking fortune, and then fucking has his own shows. and. The
1: content machine.
0: And then jerks off in a ficus.
1: Right.
0: So. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I, I got the satellite radio. And I've noticed, like the last month, whole lot more Louis C.K. content on the uh, comedy stations. I don't know if oh, they're slowly yeah. trying to. I know he's doing some, you know, some uh, shows or was before everything started, here and there. So, you know, if they're trying to slowly just reintroduce him, like, hey, remember, he's not so bad. He wasn't charged with anything. Here you go.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's going to be a weird sell. It it is. It's going to be weird for, and I think he has he has two things working against him, like, not only Did he jerk off in a ficus and make some ladies watch? Right. Total dick move.
0: Allegedly.
1: (laughs) I don't know. He
0: allegedly does it over the phone, too, when people are just talking to him.
1: Yeah, it's pretty well set. But I think the other thing that I don't know how many people want to admit this because it's much easier to say, like, no, he's a fucking degenerate and we should hate him, which is true. But I also think his shtick just kind of got old. Like yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah. I think he released too much content all too the quick, time. yeah. Yeah, so that's like, fair. And he was doing an hour special every year for like yeah. 7 years, right? And did his show and you know you just you don't need that much of any one person's voice.
0: Right. Well, and like you, making something new every year, it's going to be a little less each time right. after the you, third or fourth time, just you don't you can't keep that pace up. you can't have that many new fresh ideas that are that great for that long
1: right, it's a point of diminishing returns right right but I think like you know as much as it's like, yeah, we shouldn't fuck with him because he's a total fucking asshole, but also is the juice worth the squeeze like I don't that's think- a
0: weird that's a weird way to put that, but yeah because <laughs> um, <laughs> that could that's multiple answers right there.
1: Yeah, I just don't it's, know. I mean,
0: but at the same time, I mean, look, I'm not, I don't even want to talk about because I don't want to sound like I'm on that guy's side by any means. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. But yeah, if we learned, if we, if, if we know anything about pop culture, business, comedy, movies, if you put out something of quality, people will take it almost regardless of what you've done in the past.
1: That is unfortunately very true so we've if
0: he comes out with something that's pretty funny people if it's good enough they'll be like well okay will we'll, we won't talk about that anymore
1: we've watched enough athletes be pieces of shit and still get huge contracts absolutely absolutely
0: so yeah i mean do i think he's done forever not in a heartbeat
1: no i don't think he's done forever if but nothing I... else he'll be a writer you know what i mean I and,
0: and just be unseen be
1: that famous again
0: Probably not. People aren't going to pay 500 bucks to go see him at, you know, Madison Square Garden and shit like that anymore.
1: Right. And I think one time he was on like a George Carlin track.
0: Oh, 100%. He was yeah.
1: He's on a track to sell out arenas until he's 90.
0: Right. Right. Unfortunately, George did it because he owed a lot of money for taxes and and things like that, but but the same that's a great oh, example. I really Oh, well, right. I love George Carlin. He's probably my favorite comedian of all time. But those specials, because he had to do it every year, diminished over time.
1: They did? The,
0: well, the last couple were hard to watch because it was he was losing his place and had to – like, you know what I mean? It was hard sometimes.
1: Sure, but I think really it was like when he was spitting out one a year toward the end of that run, which would have been like mid-90s, was kind of like, eh, okay, this isn't great. But his last two or three specials, like, where he only did, like, he, I think it was his last three. Where he did, like, mm-hmm. one in 97, one in 01, and one in, like, 07 or 08. Those three are all fucking great.
0: I'd have to go back and look. There was one that always just stands out because he, he never had notes, really. He always kind of knew where he was going. Yeah, and the last couple I remember seeing, he had to like keep checking his book because he couldn't remember shit. And I think
1: yeah. not that
0: it wasn't funny. I think it just I noticed that more,
1: sure,
0: b- because of always watching him. So I'm like, oh fuck, that sucks. He's, you know, it's like it's like watching your fucking favorite pitcher just not being able to get through the fourth inning. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, oh man, that's a bummer. He's just he's, bummer. he's toast. Right, right. But but he's got a contract. He's got to finish the game. You know what I mean? It's one of those moves. So.
1: I don't know. Speaking of sports, I do one final thing. Yes. When it's still with us. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, right. My cousin, who I've brought up on here a number, well, one of the many cousins, uh, just recently uh, started an MLB podcast called The Interleague. And it's really fucking good, which is kind of surprising considering we have no baseball.
0: No kidding. Yeah. What a time to start a baseball podcast.
1: I know, right? He'd been, yeah. he'd been planning it for a long time, him and his buddy. And we were talking about podcasts in general, you know, a few weeks ago when he launched it. I was like, man, bold move right now. Yeah. Um, it's good time. Maybe it's a good time. You get the kinks out
0: while you're doing yeah, this shit. You no, know, so.
1: Really good. It's really entertaining. Um, nice. And he's a uh, – my cousin's a big Yankees fan.
0: Oh, well, then we got problems.
1: Well, that's what well, that's, I think what makes it funny. So, uh, he's, he's my cousin on my mom's side. Like, my mom and his mom are sisters. Sure. His dad is from upstate New York. Okay. Uh, his whole other half of his family still lives in New York and is from there. So, he has a legitimate reason to be a Yankee. All right, that's fair. Um, he's got a bunch of family in New York that he regularly spends time there. But his buddy, who's, you know, grew up here with the rest of us, is a huge Cardinals fan. So watching that, watching them kind of go back and forth uh, doing stuff is fun. Right now, they're doing a series of making the uh, the all wild card era team for each of their respective franchises. I like it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like they're picking the best starting nine for the Cardinals from '95 to now. To now. Yeah, and, I like that. And doing the same with the Yankees, and it, it makes for a fun conversation cool so, that's a cool idea if anyone wants their fix the interleague. Um, can, you, can you find it at all podcast
0: uh, outlets
1: yeah they're they're uh launching through anchor as we are so everywhere you find us you can find them nice uh, but if you are aching for an mlb fix like many of us are it is definitely worth a listen
0: awesome speaking of uh, local businesses you're getting some good buddies tomorrow
1: Ooh, I I am hoping so. I am. This is weird. I've gotten good buddies every Friday and done like a little good buddies happy hour. Yeah. Tomorrow would be the last one, but now all of a sudden I might have to drive to Cape to pick up my kids.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair.
1: So it's it's very, it's very up in the air. There's a there's a few, different plates spinning there, that will predicate me, being there or not being there. But I am. I'm hoping to.
0: I was gonna say, well, if you go, hit me up because I'm definitely getting my Chicago beef tomorrow. So,
1: oh, for sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping to. I have, I have a, I have a staff meeting on Zoom. That uh, they don't. People don't need to hear this. That's okay. All good. All good. All right, man. I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yep.
0: All right, dude. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yep.
1: See you next time.